0: Welcome to and Joe show. I'm Joe.
1: I'm Cindy.
0: No one cares because guess what Cindy. Why can't you get
1: over the fact everyone cares, Joe.
0: I have finally had people who back me up on the whole, I should go train. And he took one of our graphics and I was pleasantly surprised to see Tiger's talk on Mr. Joel Maya's page on his page and him ranting and raving about the tigers and alavila and what i've been seeing for the past couple months
1: and you have been and you started the movement that's the thing is that the movement to fire alavila started right here on between the whistles detroit the cindy and joe show it was joe chap's brainchild actually other people had the idea you, Joe, had the guts to put it out there, and I, I applaud trove, you for I it. I
0: drove it home because guess what? We are going to make Detroit baseball great again.
1: And that is exactly what Joel Zamias said today. Because it was really cool Zoom Zoom was on there that he follows our show, follows the podcast, I gotta and tell you uh, though. Awesome. I got to tell you,
0: though, what he said about about this being an embarrassment for the uh, iconic Old English D yeah. is a total truth. Absolutely. And, like, we've been talking before – How, like, it's just not acceptable for you to be this bad, And it's not acceptable for this to be the product on the field after five years of rebuilding. And it's not acceptable to see the the offense that we have on the field because, literally, the offense on the field has been the worst in May. They've been the worst team in May. But this all centers around what Alvila has done collectively around his whole time here in Detroit. What he's done or or hasn't done for no, that matter. Let me get in let me get into this. You tell me, you tell me, and we were talking about Joel Zemai. So in 2015 that was Avila's v- first year. These are the people he signed. Okay? Yeah. Justin Upton. Okay. Michael Velas. Mark Lowe. Mark Pelfrey. Jordan Zimmerman. And Gerald Macchia.
1: Who are those people?
0: I know one of those people, <laughs> one, one of those people actually turned out to be actually pretty good. No, it's just nothing. 2016 his only free agent signing was his son.
1: Oh, isn't that interesting. And they talk about corruption in
0: politics. And be, Holy be, even, cow. 2017, Mike fires, which that was actually pretty good. Right. Leonis Martin, which is pretty good. And Nico Goodrill, that was pretty good. Scratch that. Good, good year. 2018, he, comes, he doubles down. He goes Jordan Harrison, Gordon Beckham. Who, Gordon Beckham sucked as a White Sox. Jordy Mercer, Tyson Ross, and Matt Moore. All really god-awful. Then in end of 2019, he goes Cameron Maven. Three signs, Jordy Mercer. Hector Santiago. Ivan uh, Nova, who is garbage. Alex Wilson. Jonathan Scope, who is on the team right now. CJ Cron- Cohn. Austin Romine. And that was in twenty nineteen. Then twenty twenty, Tehran, Mazzara, Nunez. You know, those guys never even touched the roster. Johnson Scope was his re sign Wilson Ramos, who he cut within a month of the season. Derek Holland, Robbie Grossman, Jose Urena. And then all of his signings this year you get. But it's just this is what it's meant. He signed a bunch of collection of nobody. But it it go, it goes past it goes past it. That, so I posted a tweet yesterday and people actually started like, you know, they started following it. They kind of like, were like, okay, this this is kind of embarrassing. So let me tell you this. This is a, okay, this is a VLA. Now, what would you say is the biggest thing about being a general manager? Drafting. Yeah, knowing who who to draft and knowing who to sign in free agency. So if I told you that the Tigers have two of the top 100 players, you would say that's pretty good, right? Okay. That's not great. No, No, I wouldn't say that's great. Because the Dodgers, who are contenders, have six. The Yankees have four. The Blue Jays have three. The Red Sox have four. The Cardinals have four. The Phillies have three. The Mets have three. The Padres have four. Those are all contenders. But if you want to feel even worse about yourself, because, you know, that's how it is around here. (laughs) Baltimore has five. Cleveland has four. Pittsburgh has six. Marlins have four. And you have Two. And the guy you draft you 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 passed on to draft Jackson Job, a high school pitcher that is you, you you remember how pissed I was last year. Oh yeah, you
1: remember you remember what I had I was, to say about I was that, pretty that. we were both pretty pissed about we that. both
0: were we both but recognized it was the, a mistake. the guy that they passed over Marcelo Mayer, tenth best prospect in baseball right now for the Red Sox.
1: Yeah, they're gonna take a pass on him. We don't want
0: him. We're going to go with this young young kid. We talked about, we have talked about on the Ravens' side, we have talked about if you have a good GM, they will make the right picks. They will find players. They will build a system up. You look at Cross Street and Stevie Y, and you see that he has some prospects, some intriguing prospects that weren't first-round picks that he just said, you know what, hell with it. I'm going to take a chance on this guy and he's, if he pans out he pans out if he doesn't he doesn't i'm going to it's a 50-50 bet right but he's hit more in 3 years than LBJ has
1: well here's the thing too how do you gauge the performance of a good gm i would think that my understanding is that if your gm hits 30% of his mark in terms of exceptional players drafting quality players 30% then you can say he's doing well.
0: I think you're sounding a little bit short. I think it's got to be
1: 40%. It doesn't matter. My point is this, I guess and it depends on sport, but the point is this, what's, Al-Avila, what's Avila's rate? Just of the people that you read off, there's what, two? Two <laughs> out, of, out of what, 20? Yep. 10%. 10%, that's failing miserably in his performance as a GM. If you had a guy who came in who you signed to a $30 million contract and he's batting 185 for the for 3 years, would you consider that a success? It's a failure. It's an absolute and utter failure. So why aren't we holding Al to the same standards that we hold other GMs?
0: No, we ran Kenny Holland out of town and he won championships. We ran Joe Dumars out of town. He won a championship. We ran those guys out of town, and they won championships. Now, Vila has not won often, and we haven't ran this guy out of town because I don't know why, but you you know what? It goes to what Joel Zemaya said. The truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. Because, see, the problem in Detroit is the media has been fluffing for the Tigers forever. Now, if you go to the Bailey Sports Network, I mean – I whoopsie, I mean, uh, the North Korean News Network. <laughs> they will tell you that everything is great with the Tigers. Everything is wonderful, which you kind of expect. But you know what? When Kenny, uh, when uh, when Mick, Mickey Redmond and Ken Daniels are on the call for the Detroit Redman, they will be brutally honest with, with the, the roster, the decisions. The, they're, they're brutally honest. I respect it. With the Tigers broadcast, it's basically the North Korean News Network. Where nothing can be said bad because this might be a bad thing. But Joel Zemaya hit on it, and I'm glad Joel Maya posted our blue graphic that we posted because it was yeah. a, it was a good graphic. But this go this calls in the light, and then if people are gonna get pissed at him, especially in this organization, it just shows that this organization has no effing clue. Because like Steve Eisman told said to the morning show at 97.1, one, and I, I think a couple weeks ago. That when you have a passionate fan base and you have a fan base that cares, they should be upset. Now, if you if you watch if you listen to Toronto radio, they are pissed about the Maple Leafs. And un- I'll tell you, un- understandably so. If you call into a Boston radio station, they are pissed about the Bruins. They are pissed about the Red Sox, and they're <laughs> and they're, they're still they might be can, pissed about the Celtics.
1: Can you imagine what the fans are saying in Colorado today after the Avs imploded when they could have eliminated? <laughs> the competition yesterday moved on to the next round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, they blew it big time. Of course, that fan base is going to react to that. What's interesting about our fan base, especially, you know, you get into certain demographics of that fan base, man, they're just going to stick by Alabama no matter what. And they're giving Zoom Zoom a little bit of I'll hate. Tell, I'll tell you what, they're giving them some hate Detroit, on there. Did you see the, some of those comments? Yeah, they, and I didn't think that was fair.
0: Detroit fans, well, there's a certain portion of them. And I know because you know I, I do a Detroit, i have my Detroit Lions news page, so I've seen it a lot. They will shill for their team, and they don't think anything is wrong. Like when I said Bob Quinn was a bomb and Matt Patricia was a boob. I know you laugh about that. <laughs> I
1: do because the imagery, it's like the Be- vision because, You just can't get it out of your that's head. Exactly, just I, a
0: big boob and a poncho, and I. It's <laughs> just funny. And I told these guys, I told these people, I was a year ahead of the schedule. So this these guys suck. They they're not they're not gonna do anything. They 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 haven't shown anything. I don't want them here. Get rid of them while you can because if you keep them around, they will kill everything in their sight. And what they do, they effing killed everything in their sight. El mm-hmm. Vila should not have another chance to draft. He should not have another chance to trade players because he's got off. it And for as much as people ragged on Kenny Howland, they ragged on Kenny Holland. They 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 hated him. They said he was the worst ever, which the Ravens fan base is passionate. In. But so is the Tigers fan fan base. And the fact that Kenny Holland won championships, and then leaving out the door, he left draft picks that he traded Thomas to Tar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Holland wasn't a bad job manager. He. So, ended bad, but he had great times. So did Joe Dumars. Joe Dumars built the goal and the work pisses. And they really fell off at that later portion of the years. They both should be commended. The guy in question, Al has done absolutely nothing. Well, and I
1: think you can even argue that the Tigers have digressed. And I will, I'll I'll
0: say this, I'll say this. And I know it's going to be a little bit, I know it's going to be a little bit, uh, it's gonna be a little bit profound, but uh, Al Avila might be the worst general manager in this city's history. And that I'll, is
1: that is quite the way. A lot. I will
0: put him up with Derek, Matt Millen and Bob Quinn.
1: I was about to say you're gonna put him up against
0: the former general managers of the Lions because that's that's where all the bad general managers go. <laughs>
1: that's where <our, laughs> that's where general managers go to die. They go over the but, all the
0: dumbasses we somehow get. I don't I don't understand <laughs> the Lions get, but they have changed their homes as. A, Team is pretty good but like I, I just don't understand you kick kenny holland all this time you kick joan dumars all this time and you're gonna give this guy a pass yeah a pass? this guy was a part of the same organization that never got to the mount, mount top they never won the world series because of uh prospect development and guess who was in charge of prospect development LVL. LVL. yeah so i i, I it's it's when Joseph Meyer says what he said yesterday, and you're going to go into detail of what he said,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what he said was total truth. Because if you're asking me, there's nothing wrong with what he said. Absolutely nothing wrong.
1: Oh, I don't think there's anything wrong with what he said either.
0: I say how, you know, basically that it
1: was very disappointed, as disappointed as he could be, that it was a disgrace to the to the old English D, the fact that the performance has been as bad as it has been. Uh, he's just stating the fact, I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing that's non-negotiable. Okay. The stats bear that out, everything that he mm-hmm. said. And he also said that he should be able to say whatever he wants to say, whether people like it or not. Um, uh, and I agree with him there too. I think this, this notion that, and, and it's in some cases admirable, you know, I have friends who are former athletes on a couple of our sports teams and they are very careful and cautious not to say anything negative, even when they know it's a train wreck. Um, And and that's their personal choice. And I find that to be honorable, but I don't find anything wrong with Joel Zamiya speaking his mind because you can tell it's coming from the right place. He's absolutely, he's not doing it to destroy the Tigers organization. He's doing it because he cares about this organization. It's like he said, once a tiger, always a tiger. And he feels he takes us very personally. And I get that. I don't think he should be getting vilified for that, as we've seen in some of the social media posts. Immediately, the response to, some, to his post from some of the folks on there is something about he, what he chose to do when he was here and it immediately got negative on, on Joel Zamaya's choices and you know playing video games and all that Listen, kind of I, stuff.
0: I, 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 don't, I don't care about those people because those people are the ultimate dumbasses. They, they, right. they don't understand anything about baseball. They don't understand anything about sports. They, they don't understand life. They're just dumbasses, and they don't even know what they're uh-huh. talking about. The reality of the situation is, and this is something you hit on about Joe Zemaya saying something about he might, he might ruffle some feathers, and these organizations, I don't know what it is about them, especially, like, like when Magic Johnson spoke out about the Lakers, the Lakers were like, oh, no, we can't have Magic Johnson around. You mean you can't you can't have Magic Johnson around? Are you nuts? Right. Are you nuts? Like, if... They, if mean How many they're...
1: notable Tigers have we had even around since Jose Maya was on the team? Miguel Cabrera, he's a notable
0: guy. He's not going to say nothing. Of course
1: here. not. Well, you, the point is, there's not that many notable Tigers to talk about. You know, you got Verlander and some of the other ones that were traded off that, that did well. They're not going to say anything, and you that's
0: know, okay. You know what? The, you know what the problem is. But it's not like we've got all these notable the, Tigers the, to choose from no, either. No, the problem is. It... What he said about uh, he might ruffle some feathers and, and p- people might not like it uh, in the organization. They shouldn't like it. You know, I, I go back to this quote from the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame guy, coach, and Greg Popovich, mm-hmm. who said, if people don't like what I'm doing, they have every right to say it because I absolutely suck. And they these people need to look in themselves in the mirror. Greg Popovich won championships too. I, suddenly, you know, all these coaches that win championships, they have the they know what the, the business is. They know what the business is. Scotty Bowman knew what the business was. Ken Holland, for all, everyone that said he said something about him, he knew what the business was. He he Now he's in a market that's even 10 times harder than Detroit because, you know what the sad part about it is? Detroit media, the old age media, because mm-hmm. we are the new age media. We are the
1: new age media. The
0: old age media, they're they, they stick up for this team for for no apparent reason.
1: Well, I would say there is absolutely a reason, and it's probably got lots of zeros behind it, but that's beside the point. There's always a game inside the game, right? We talk about that. You know what I think would be an interesting speculation here? One of the people that's been very quiet, and I would expect him to be, but he's probably just been suffering in silence, and that is A.J. Hinch. Um Obviously can't say anything. I'd love to know what his thoughts are about the direction of this team and what he's been dealing with. Cause he's got it on both sides of the, of the equation here, but wouldn't it be interesting? Let's take one of the most colorful people in the history of baseball. Wouldn't we love to know what the late Billy Martin would say and do in this situation? I, mean, I would just love to have had I, Billy I, Martin as, as, I, working I, with Al Avila as the I general just, manager. I would just
0: love to have a, person that like could actually say something, you know?
1: Well, and, and Martin certainly would have. Well, he and, didn't Joel, hold his tongue. Joel Zemaya
0: said what he said. And I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the, I don't understand the people ruffling the feathers and and, and pissing people off. I mean, if that pisses you off, the, the truth of the matter is your organization's soft.
1: Well, I think he actually said it as nicely Cause as Cause I,
0: go, I go back to this. Okay. Mike Villani and I said he pissed off the Lions in some way. That's why they took the games off ninety-seven-one. If you, as an organization, and this was told to me by someone who is a guy and is is, is an executive of, of a sports team, he told me, if you get offended over what other people say to the point where you actually take business measures against it, you're not you're not you're in the wrong business. Because this game is all it's, sports is a is a is a always in motion kind of thing. Right. So you're not you're never gonna if you lose a trade it's gonna be talked about. You win a trade it's gonna be talked about. You make a bad signing. You sign. You, let's say you're Ken Holland, You sign. You sign Stephen Weiss to a four year deal. Doesn't work out. It's gonna be talked about. It's it's the same thing. It's it's it you're gonna it's gonna be talked about and especially when you live when you work. For an organization like the Tigers with the iconic original old English D that has been around for decades, this fan base cares. They do. So to to get mad about what they and to all these dullards who talk about like they're trying to smooch over what's wrong with the tigers and say, Oh, we're injured. Um there's one positional player injured. Two, actually. Austin is is vertigo. But your pitching staff is injured, and they're still maintaining balance. But the problem is your offense. Your offense can score in a whorehouse. Right. That's a fact. That's a fact. And you have the lowest output of runs per game in May in baseball. So don't, don't come at me and say that the offense is hampered by injuries because bias sucks, pass sucks. The dude got sent down because he sucks. Everyone on this team needs to take a look at at themselves in the mirror and go, what the hell are we doing wrong? When Miggy is the one that's pulling the weight and Spencer Torkelson still leads the team in home runs, and yesterday with Harold Castro pinned two home runs, that's why you won. Right. I mean, if you're you're depending on Harold Castro, you're screwed off the bat.
1: You know, here's the other thing too is that I think they're relying too much on these guys just to hit it into the seats, and they're not focusing enough on the basics
0: of just getting on base. This is unacceptable from a year five rebuild, and I, yeah. t- I take this I take this into account with baseball and hockey have kind of have similar ways that they these players progress through the system. They get to the They get to the the AAA level, which would be the AHL level in hockey. They. They get, they make, they take their steps up, right? I can confidently say, three years in of Eisman's rebuild, he's head and heels away from LV in five, year five. Oh, absolutely! And because I, think... I can see, I can see the players coming down the pike. I can see the Albert Johansson. I can see the Elmer Soderblom. I can see the Crosshands. I can see the Simon Edmondson. I can see the uh, Sebastian Kosa, and they're all in different positions. The Tigers' pitcher and outfielder are your two top 100 players, and the Dodgers got six, and they've been they've been trading away a bunch of prospects to stay competing for a World Series. That's a joke. It's a total joke. And if if Jose Maia ruffled feathers, you should because that's not that's not acceptable.
1: He probably did the Tigers a favor right by putting that out there and by getting people engaged and making people recognize the fact that a former player is so upset about the current state of his of his team that he had to speak out about it it's, and he had to get on the same movement Joe that you've been on and that is the Fire Ala Villa he couldn't believe he got offered an undisclosed extension And I find that curious too, there's got to be more to this than meets the eye, but the bottom line is what it's turning out is it's turning out an absolute disaster of a product on the field. It's wrecking the opportunity for some of these guys to develop in advance. And I have to believe that when you see it's not one guy doing badly, it's all these guys doing badly at the plate. You've got a systemic problem. You've got a development problem. You got a training problem. You got a morale problem, and God only knows any other problems you got. But the point is that those problems are not unique to that particular player. It's not like this guy is having a slump or that guy's in a slump. You can't have the majority of your lineup in a slump. It doesn't happen that way.
0: There it, has got to be something it, 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 systemically
1: it, wrong in that organization. It doesn't go two months in. That is, no. no, no. They're doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. They call that insanity. So we are in a state of insanity at the Detroit Tigers, and Chris Illich had better open up his eyes, wake up, and realize that he is going to have to take a leadership role, or somebody is going to have to take a leadership role and do things that might be unpopular inside the organization, but they're going to have to be done in
0: order to move forward. It's time for Chris Illich to step up. Because because it's been way too long. Like, I – he owns two teams. One team is progressing through the rebuild in year three, and one is regressing through the rebuild in year five. Take the a, tale of two teams. Take a look. That's exactly take, what take, you got. Take a look at the two teams. Right. And look at what this guy is doing and what this guy is doing, and then tell me what you should what you, what you you should do. You should can his ass. Well, he, he hasn't he... been good. You know, if Chris Village really wants to maintain that he cares about this ball club – because sediment around town is he doesn't care. Sediment around town is he wants to be cheap. I don't believe it, but you can't get rid- it's, it's like the Fords. Like the Fords will not. The Fords haven't been a bad ownership group. They've hired bad people, but it's made them look like a bad ownership group because they haven't won. Yeah. I mean Mike Gilich, he won. That's why people liked him in this town. Um, uh, you know. When Al Davidson built, you know, Davidson when he was the owner of the Pistons, they won. They liked him. You win. You get liked by winning. That's what you get liked by. And that's yeah. the only. That's the only thing they care about. The only thing fans care about. And this town has been devoid of winning lately. That's that's an understatement of the year. Right. Um. But if you look at the Red Wings, you look at the Lions, you look at the Pistons. They have. Uh, they, their tra- their trajectory is going up, 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 up. Well, Tigers are going down, 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 down. And they've been in this this mode of business of rebuilding for five years. At some point, you have to
1: say, when does the rebuild end? It it, it needs to end right now. This rebuild needs to end. And if they have to tear it down again and rebuild it under someone who has more ability to show uh, – a uh, uh, some sort of an awareness of what needs to be done to change this organization's trajectory, then that's what they have to they do. They
0: ha- they should go out and do what they what Chris Tillage did with 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 the residents. Go get you a, a, a elite general manager. Go get Theo Epstein. Yeah. Go get Theo Epstein because he said he would become a he wanted he would like to become a Tiger general manager. Of course he would. Who wouldn't? If you're if you're
1: no if, kidding, because you got nowhere to go but up, you no, can't screw this up anymore no, than it gotta, has you gotta, been.
0: You got to think about Right. <laughs> there is no, this is not like this is not an attractive job. Okay. It's one of the best sports towns in America, it's one of the most iconic logos of sports. The old English G is everywhere because it's, it's old. It's, a, it's an old logo that has a lot of meaning. And well, of, that's it, it's meaningful, right? Yeah. And that's a Tigers organization that has a lot of respect. The Tigers are a respected organization. Now through my years of living, you know, 1994, all that, uh, since 2000, they have, like, the fourth worst record. and That's what's good years in there. So something has got to change because, listen, the years of going to the ballpark and, you know, enjoying the day because you're watching, I don't want to watch a garbage team. You know, it's bad enough I have to go to this. This uh, my dad. And they're
1: fleecing you for it on top of it all.
0: It's bad enough I have to go to this. Uh, my dad's four is having a thing at the Comeric Park. The Tigers are playing, I think, the Rangers or whatever. It's bad enough I got to go to that game. <laughs> um, you know, but that's the only game I'm going to be going to. Because, listen, I, I don't believe in spending my money, especially with the way things are. I'm not spending my money on that garbage. It hasn't been good. It hasn't been good at all. Like, you're not, I don't want to spend, I don't want to spend $100 to go watch a piss poor product. If I wanted to do that, I could just, I could just go watch it, like, go watch a, you know, some minor league around this, this podunk town.
1: Right. Detroit fans deserve better. And Chris Illich owes it to the fans in Detroit to give them a baseball team that that, they- they can respect and that they can appreciate and that they can love again. And it starts with getting rid of the general manager who has been your problem for the last five years. If
0: Joel Zamaia is saying this, this, I bet you there's a lot of former Tigers who feel the same exact way.
1: Oh, I'm certain of it.
0: Because there's always this, there's always this one guy that will speak out that speaks on behalf of the rest of the former players. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Right. You know, Magic Johnson spoke out on behalf of all Lakers because Magic Johnson can speak out for all the Hey,
1: we were accused of being the mouthpiece for Red Wings alumni back when you know what last season
0: on the show. Well listen, I, I can't I, I don't know. <laughs> these people are just we just we, we keep it real, okay? That's we, right. We keep it real and like that's the reality. Like these people, there's always I noticed for I notice for a fact. I there's always one person that is the leader of the alumni. You know, like Bill Russell for the Celtics. Derek Jeter for the Yankees. Matt Johnson for the Lakers. I'm pretty sure the Red Wings is Stevie Y, but he can't speak out because he's a general manager. But I'm pretty sure there would be a Red Wing that, you know, could speak out. Like a Darren McCarty or something. Yeah. Because there's always a guy that's gonna speak out because they care about that organization they played in. And if Joel Zemaya Showed that he cared, and Tiger fans need to take notice because if he's saying this, there's a lot of people that said. And what did I say before, Cindy? Get the nerds out of the g- office That's and right. let baseball people in there. I'm telling you right now, Joel I agreed with you. The so ner- get the, the nerds ner- out of the office. Take the nerds out of the office. They don't win anything. If you want to, if you want a, a dose of reality, look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and that nerd, and general manager. That team doesn't win. That's another guy that should be, I'll say, but that's beside the point. But that's how it is.
1: That's right. Get the base. Get the baseball people back to doing the business of baseball.
0: You can look at all the numbers. Get the pride back, right? See, yeah. Let's let's get some real people in there. Like, yep. That know what they're talking about and know what they're looking for. You know, you got to get you got to get the right minds in there. Like you know, Stevie. Why getting Nick Lachstrom in, in the in the in the fold? He didn't hire no nerd he hired Nick Listrom. Nick Listrom was his own nerd. Hire back
1: some of the heroes and you'll get back some of the pride and join the movement on between the whistles Detroit with Cindy and Joe
0: must go Ella must go, go. <laughs> We'll see you in the next segment as we talk about the Nil which Cindy with me about but you know she's a typical politician so Big we we'll we see you in the next segment.